Happy holidays. This is Liz, and here's what you can listen to in the Popping Collars feed while roasting chestnuts by the fire in December of 2021. The Popping Collars crew takes stock of the year that was. We're talking about the best pop culture of 2021. The canon is back this month. Here's some of our Popping Collars all-stars draft their favorite movie soundtracks of all time. Going on 30 proudly presents the second annual Golden Poppers this month. Betsy and Gray get all dressed up to hand out imaginary trophies to movies that you haven't thought about in over 20 years. Find out if we fix the Oscars of 1991 or make a bigger mess of things. Finally, Stephen McHale and Greg wrap up their Beatles conversation on The Sacred Six this month. They finish out their magical mystery tour by discussing the songs of Abbey Road. From the number one Christmas podcast on Pandora in the year 2020 to you, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and keep those collars popped. Hi, I'm Greg. And I'm Betsy. And this is Hollywood's Biggest Night. That's I love Lucy theme song. That seems wrong, but it sounds right. Okay, you have clearly been watching the I Love Lucy movie trailer too many times. Maybe, maybe just just all I can hear is her voice, and I'm catching the glimpses of her little teaser trailer. That's right. It's the second annual Golden Popper. Spotlights, spotlights, swirling, going. Yes. Betsy, can I say you look resplendent in your uh, what I can only call a emerald green jalapeno popper style dress? Thank you. Thank you. I mean, the the it offers kind of a mermaid tail kind of thing, the inverted jalapeno so i mean and and gold i mean it's like the emerald city like that's right like it's where you want to go it's where you want to be thank you greg thank you greg and and, i mean your your green (laughs) tuxedo it is really i didn't know they made that color nor with the uh the kind of popper melted cheese cuffs on the shirt i I didn't know that was the thing the guy at the store described it as an athleisure tuxedo an (laughs) athleisure tuxedo (laughs) perfect you can really move you can really move a lot. Absolutely. I wanted it to be functional, you know, it's black good. tie and um, at Denny's at 3 a.m. You know, I want, I want it to be fun. Well, I mean, that's where everybody goes after the show, right? Let's all go out and get eggs over moons over my hammy. That's right. That's right. OK, here we go. We have we seen go. 11 movies Woo! over the past year. Yes, we have five Nominated for Best Picture by the Academy. Those were the bad movies. Two nominated by Betsy. Two nominated by yours truly. And two consensus picks that we both voted on. We have had our say, and now it's time to hear from you, our loyal audience. Betsy, should we get right to the first award? We should. I'm ready. Let's do it. That's right. No song or dance. No Billy Crystal coming out here to waste your time. We're getting right to the first award, which is our best intro song. I got your letter from the postman just- 
best intro song to our podcast. For those who don't remember from last year, the songs that run before each of our episodes were the number one song, according to the Billboard Top 100, the weeks that the movies that we're talking about came out. So whatever was number one in the country when Awakenings came out, that's the song that you listened to before right. that episode. The nominees for Best Intro Song. Okay, we've got Because I Love You by Stevie B. Love Takes Time, Mariah Carey. I'm Your Baby Tonight, Whitney Houston. Step by Step, New Kids on the Block, Justify My Love by Madonna. Release Me, Wilson Phillips. Blaze of Glory, I love that song by Jovi. Grooves in the Heart, Delight. Do Me, Belle Biv DeVoe, very mm. subtle. Uh, Black Velvet by Alana Miles. And Vision of Love by double nominee here, Mariah Carey. Betsy, uh, before we get to the results, let's uh, put in our two cents. What do you think should win? What do you think will win? I love Blaze of Glory. And it's from a movie, right? Isn't it from some sort yes, of... Yes, uh, Blaze of Glory is from Young Guns 2. 2, yes. <laughs> I like those Young Guns, Greg. Um, what about you? <laughs> Which one do you like? Should we just say, this is a pretty eclectic group it of is, songs. This is a mix tape everybody where were we you know I mean, in the year 1990 what are we talking about? we got new kids with mariah with dancy dancy songs i mean what are we doing here people like what's going on in our society and a category that has mariah whitney and madonna in it. like that's crazy <laughs> you have um what is it new jack swing in here this is this is really all and this might have been around the time that my friend's um, Kathy, Chrissy, and I at a camp talent show performed as Wilson Phillips. Oh, and 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 it was you know because they're in their videos with like their sleepwear, their negligees, and like you know. So we wore like our 1960s nightgowns from our. Did party. you have somebody cut your hair real short I, like China Phillips? I mm. did. I wasn't that committed to the performance. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so my pick, really, "Vision of Love" by Mariah Carey is a banger. That is a great song. It's a great song. Um, but I don't see any other song on here winning besides Groove is in the Heart, a yeah. song well ahead of its time that you can put on right now and every generation will dance to it. I would agree with that. All right. All right. And the winner for best <sighs> intro song is Groove is in the Heart. Oh. Absolutely. Right. It was it was right. kind of a no-brainer for that one, I would say. All right. Let's get on to our next award, which is Best Trailer. Ooh. Now, last year, you may remember that we listed every movie that we talked about in this category. This year, we decided to get a little more selective. Betsy and I have scoured through all 11 movies, and we have chosen our five favorites. Yes. I mean, there's something about a good trailer. Avon calling! Ooh, this is some huge house, isn't it? Hello? Why are you hiding back there? You don't have to hide from me. I'm as harmless as cherry pumpkin. 
Those are your hands. What's happening? Those are your hands. It's like I think about you every minute. It's like I can still feel you. The problem with you is you still think you're real. It's all up here now. You want to move something, you got to move it with your mind. <laughs> Molly, why can't you hear me? Who is that? You can hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, Sam Wheat. Say my name. Say it. Leave me alone. Say my name. Sam Sam Wheat. Say it. Hello? I get a message from Sam. Nice. What? It's great, but nice. You got some nerve standing me up. Nobody does that to me. Who the hell do you think you are? Frankie Valley or some oh. kind of big shot? I was living in a fantasy. Look at my eyes. He's not Jewish. For most of the guys, killings got to be accepted. Murder was the only way that everybody stayed in line. What are we gonna do with him? We can't just dump him on the street. Don't worry, don't worry. I know a place I'll never find him. You got out of line, you got whacked. Everybody knew the rules. Hey, Henry, here's an arm. Very funny, guys. Here's a leg. Here's a wing. What do you like, the leg or the wing, Henry? Okay, you ready? Albert Finney, Gabriel Byrne, Marsha Gay Harden, John Turturro. I can't die. I'm in the woods. Like a dumb animal. I can't die. He's still alive. Expect me to believe you. No. It's you all over town. Alive and no heart. No one is what they seem to be. Up is down. Black is white at Miller's Crossing. Is this what you're looking for? Eventually, you'll come to accept the idea of being here. Annie, whatever you think I'm not doing, please don't do it. Annie, for God's Shh, darling. Trust me. God's sake. It's for the best. God, I love you. And so, your nominees for best trailer are okay nominees they are edward scissorhands ghost goodfellas miller's crossing and misery uh so betsy should win will win for best trailer i mean i love the poetry of miller's crossing i mean it's got that nice little fluty yes i enjoy i like that irish fluty music i mean goodfellas is kind of like wham bam let's go I don't know. I'm feeling should and should and will. I think I think people might go for the Millers. What do you think? I love the Millers Crossing trailer. I think I said this before on that episode because I think it was on the Days of Thunder VHS. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think it came before that movie. But I'm going to say Ghost pulls out. Mm. Well, who's the winner? The winner of best trailer in a very close vote is... Miller's Crossing. Good choice, world. We're off to a good start. Miller's Crossing, big win. Groove is in the heart, a big win. Let's take a quick break before we get to the next category and have a quick chat about the movies that we watched this year. Our next category is going to be Most Lasting Legacy. Betsy, when you look back at the movies of 1990, what do you take away from what we watched? I think the biggest thing is kind of this busting out of 
uh, 80s stereotypes and norms. If you think about things culturally, even the ones that we're kind of looking at here in lasting legacy, it's this idea of like, you have a voice, you don't have to be what your parents think you are. You know, you can, you can go be yourself and not everybody has to be a, you know, cocaine snorting 80s stockbroker, you know, whatever, whatever the 80s, whatever Reagan, you know, even though there's all this talk of diversity and look at us and this great melting pot. I mean, it's really, there's a very strong white privilege narrative that runs throughout that sort of idea for me is, is kind of what I think when I think about 1990, it's like, it's a decade that's like, well, how are we going to be different? What do you think? So again, we have a lot of movies nominated by the Academy that are looking back. We talked about this last year. I would say likewise this year, what I get from the Academy is again, a lot of looking back with things like Goodfellas and things like Godfather part three and dances with wolves and all of this stuff. I would say that the movies that we picked, it's interesting, kind of look forward. Their movies kind of look back and our movies are about a changing of generations. So when I think of like Pump Up the Volume or Pretty Woman or even Postcards from the Edge, it's almost like it's a turning of the generational tide from one thing to a new thing. And I think that we've got our eyes, probably rightly so because we're Gen Xers, on the new thing, the new generation, as Pepsi would say. So we have had 11 topics that we have talked about as our big ideas over the course of this year. Betsy and I have narrowed it down to five of those big ideas that we thought were particularly standout now 30 years later. And those nominees are the American West, social outcasts, anti-hero stories, fan obsession, and self-expression. I don't know. If you ask me, like, looking now at all of these things 30 years later, which one are we sort of dealing with? I'm looking at either fan obsession or self-expression. I'm looking at social media, right? Yeah. yeah, okay. So what? What? So who's the big winner? The winner of most lasting legacy 30 years later is anti-hero Ooh. story. Bad people doing bad things. And we want to watch them do it. I attribute this to people watching The Sopranos during the pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. People doing bad stuff and we all just want to tune in. I get it. That's right. Next category. A new category Mm -hmm. for the Golden Poppers. Best score slash best soundtrack. Because... Betsy, we're moving into the era of the great movie soundtracks, ones that you would get on a cassette and pop into your tape player as you were driving down the road. Because we had talked about this with the Pretty Woman one in particular, that 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 was really like, oh, this is like a mixtape somebody made for me. And, you know, I didn't have to have my my friend do it.
trying to tell you just what you mean to me. The nominees for best score slash soundtrack are. All right. You can hear it all in your mind now. Dances with Wolves, Edward Scissorhands, Goodfellas, Pretty Woman, and Pump Up the Volume. All good choices. Betsy, Mm -hmm. should win, will win for best soundtrack. I have a real soft spot for that Pretty Woman. Uh, I agree with you. I like that Pretty Woman soundtrack. Obviously, we talked a lot last month about the Pump Up the Volume soundtrack, mm-hmm. all of the left of the dial music that was on that soundtrack. But I got to say, whenever anyone talks soundtracks, they talk Goodfellas. So I'm going to say Goodfellas will win this okay. one. All right. Who's the winner? Who's the winner? The winner of Best Score slash Soundtrack is... Pretty woman. Yeah. I'll get over you. I know I will. Okay, there we go. We're done. Yay. Yay. Okay, Betsy, we have come to a very important moment in our Going on 30 Awards. Here at the Golden Poppers, we have one very special crux of our episode, and that is the Hall of Fame. Two things about the Hall of Fame. One, in order to be nominated for the Hall of Fame, you have to appear in a movie two years in a row. The other rule for the Hall of Fame is that if you win, you can no longer be considered for any other awards moving forward. You're kind of retired a little bit. You are retired. You're in the Hall, which is better than winning an award. Now, who's in the Hall now? Our inaugural winner of the Hall of Fame last year was Sir, maybe, John Williams. I don't know if John Williams is a Sir, Greg. There are some Sir John Williamses out there. Maybe he's a Sir for our Hall of Fame. 
Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to continue to dig and find out. Maybe, maybe it's Sir, if you have the Hall of Fame Golden Popper. We don't read and write poetry because it's cute. We read and write poetry because we are members of the human race. And the human race is filled with passion. Medicine, law, business, engineering, these are noble pursuits and necessary to sustain life. But poetry, beauty, romance, love, these are what we stay alive for. You mean I'm not invited? That's my corn out there. You guys are guests in my corn. Right. No, wait. I have done everything I've been asked to do. I didn't understand it, but I've done it. And I haven't once asked what's in it for me. What are you saying, Ray? I'm saying... What's in it for me? Can I come back again? Yeah. I built this for you. There are others, you know. There were eight of us. It really mean a lot to them. Yeah. Anytime. They're all welcome here. Daddy, you know, I've been thinking, maybe we should sell this place. Get out while we're, we're still ahead and alive. You really think you know what's best for us, Pino? Maybe we could, can we sell this and open up a new one in our own neighborhood? Why don't you let me tape you? Doing what? Talking. About what? About sex, your sexual history, sexual preferences. What makes you think I'd discuss that with you? Nothing. And you just want to ask me questions? Just want to ask you questions. That's all? That's all. Would anyone else see the tape? Absolutely not. Nobody else sees the tapes except for me. How long will it take? Well, that depends on you. One woman used up only three minutes, and another used three two-hour tapes. How do we start? We can hide behind the veil of science and say it was the drug that failed, or that the illness itself had returned or that the patients were unable to cope with losing decades of their lives. But the reality is, we don't know what went wrong any more than we know what went right. Just here, that you've been decorated. Yes, sir. And they sent you here to be posted? Actually, sir, I'm here at my own request. Really? Why? I've always wanted to see the frontier. Do you want to see the frontier? Yes, sir. Before it's gone. To me, being a gangster was better than being president of the United States. Even before I first wandered into the cab stand for an after-school job, I knew I wanted to be a part of them. It was there that I knew that I belonged. And to me, it meant being somebody in a neighborhood that was full of nobodies. 
Man, you can't do this. You don't bump guys. You're not like those animals back there. It's not right, Tom. They can't make us do this. It's the wrong situation. They can't make us different people than we are. We're not muscle, Tom. I, I, I never killed anybody. I used a little information for a chisel, that's all. It's my nature, Tom. I, 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 can't, I can't help it. Somebody hits me an angle, I play it. I don't, I don't deserve to die for that. Do you think I do? I'm gonna have to charge you a little more rent than Vivian because I got this beauty course I'm looking into and I'm not gonna be there that much. You know, because you can't, you just can't turn tricks forever. You gotta have a goal. Do you have a goal? Betsy, who are the nominees for this year's Hoff, or as the layman call it, the Hall of Fame? All right. Our first nominee is Robin Williams. He appeared last year in Dead Poets Society and this year in Awakenings. Kevin Costner, Field of Dreams last year and Dances with Wolves this year. Ray Liotta, also in Field of Dreams last year and then heading it up in Goodfellas this year. John Turturro, who appeared to Do the Right Thing last year and in Miller's Crossing this year. And lastly, your fave, Laura Sangiancomo, who appeared in Sex, Lies, and Videotape last year and as the sidekick in Pretty Woman this year. If there were any justice in this world, Laura Sangiancomo would win. Uh She would be admitted gracefully into the Hoff. However, she's not going to win. I know where our bread is buttered, Betsy. We are an Episcopal podcast at our roots. And there is only oh, yeah. one person. There's only one person. That can win this win. award. And that's uh, Ray Liotta. No, I'm just kidding. That's Robin Williams. <laughs> the winner of the Hall of Fame. Welcome, sir. <laughs> Welcome, sir. Robin Williams. Hey. Uh, it wasn't was it even, even close. Was it even close, Ray? It was not even class <laughs> <laughs> sir robin williams straight into the hall betsy we're going to take a quick break to take a tour of the movies that we missed along the way the thing about our show is that we can't watch every movie from the year 1990 and there are probably other movies that should be recognized like we just can't do it So movies that we did not talk about that maybe were on your list and you were screaming, but Betsy, Greg, why didn't you talk about maybe one of these movies came up for you? For instance, the critical darlings of the year 1990 included a movie called Monsieur Hire, which was a French thriller. Sure. The Grifters. Grifters fan. Yeah, I'm a Grifters fan. Yeah. Yeah. Reversal of Fortune, which honestly, that would be one that I would maybe put on the list instead mm-hmm. of like pump up the volume or something. And maybe mm. Jeremy is that Irons. Jeremy, is that Jeremy Irons? Yep. Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Reversal of Fortune. Uh, other critical darlings included Santa Sangre, a Mexican NC 17. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, it should be said the early 90s were a strange time when it came to like sexy movies, as we'll see with like basic instinct and stuff like that. It's a, yeah. it's a weird time. Uh, Last Exit to Brooklyn, which was a Jennifer Jason Lee movie. Mm-hmm. The Cook, the Thief, His Wife and Her Lover. That's a good the, movie. Like the old that. Helen Mirren drama. Mm-hmm. Close Up. That was a movie that I talked about last time yes. that I probably wanted to put you know, forward as a nominee, but I didn't have the guts to. That's an Abbas Khorastami Iranian Mm -hmm. movie. Very good. Check it out. 
Wild at Heart by David mm-hmm. Lynch. And then finally, Days of Being Wild, the Wong Kar Wai mm-hmm. movie one from that yeah. year, which Wong Kar Wai has been getting a lot of love lately, mainly because in this year, 2021, uh, Tony Leung, who is a longtime Wong Kar Wai collaborator and actor, mm-hmm. was in uh, the big movie Shang-Chi, the big Marvel movie Shang-Chi. Yeah. Uh, popular movies of the year 1990, Home Alone, ever heard of it? Right. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This was the live action kind of crazy Turtles movie. Uh, the Hunt for Red October. Sean Connery. Sean Connery on a sub. Alec Baldwin. How bad does Alec Baldwin want that Jack Ryan money back? I mean, so much. just gave it away to Harrison gave Ford. It away. Uh, Total Recall, which I probably wanted to nominate at one point while we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Die Hard 2, one of my favorite Die Hard movies. Dick Tracy. You know, we haven't gotten to Arnold yet, but Kindergarten Cop was one of the big movies of 1990. Yeah, I was just on, I was just listening to a podcast. So I think it might have been an episode of Keep It. And they were talking about the Dick Tracy soundtrack. So mm-hmm. that actually, I mean, the movie's kind of, uh, but the soundtrack's actually really good. A little breathless Mahoney, a little Madonna action. That's right. A lot of Madonna. And I want to say that Vogue was on that soundtrack first Shut before up. it was on another album. Really? I don't think so. Before it was going so. from the from the ball scene in New York. <laughs> before then. All right, Betsy, it's time to move on to our major awards. All right, we're back at it. First off, we're going to start with best scene Last year, we had 10 scenes for you to have to muddle your way through. This year, we have narrowed it down to five. Go on, my son. I betrayed myself. I killed men. And I ordered men to be killed. Go on, my son. Go on. I ordered the death of my brother. He injured me. I killed my mother's son. I killed my father's son. Oh, Danny boy. Oh, Danny boy. I love you so. my mother to be with another woman and he took his money with him and then she died i was very angry with him it cost me ten thousand dollars in therapy to say that sentence i was very angry with him hello my name is mr lewis i'm very angry with my father i would have been angry at ten thousand dollars i'm pretty confused confused you're not the one who's confused you sound like you know exactly what's going on 
anyone's confused, it's those guys out there. I know, but I think about them a lot. I'm just thinking how strong people can be. Uh, Betsy, what are they? They are The Godfather Part 3, Michael's Confession. Greg has a real soft spot for that moment. Yeah, it's the only thing necessary in that movie. (laughs) That entire film. (laughs) Miller's Crossing, the Danny Boy shootout, where um, Albert Finney's stunt guy is amazing. Postcards from the Edge, I'm Still Here, little, you know, dress twirling and and, uh, cocktail party singing. Pretty Woman, the bathtub therapy scene. Sexy time, but with personal growth. Anyway, um, and then pump up the volume, call for help. Hard on Harry on the phone. Betsy, of these five scenes, which one do you think should win? Which one do you think will win? Hmm. Yeah, I think I like the Danny Boy shootout. Mm. It's a pretty good action scene. All right, you know where I am on this. I uh, we know where you are. Godfather 3, Al Pacino, killing it. In the confession scene, I think that that is my should win, my will win. I'm with you. I think it's the Danny Boy shootout scene. I think it's too much fun for people not to pick it. The winner for best scene is Postcards from the Edge. I'm still here. Betsy, what that tells me is that we have a lot of listeners who love show tunes. Yep, that's well, I mean, and I mean, Shirley MacLaine, for God's sake, like she's a she's a treasure. This woman is amazing. All right. Next award. Best director. Here we go. So we pared it down to five directors. When we read the list, you're going to think to yourself, how in the world do you pick between these directors? The nominees for best director are. They are Penny Marshall for Awakenings. Tim Burton for Edward Scissorhands. Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese for Goodfellas. The Coen Brothers for Miller's Crossing. And Rob Reiner for Misery. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is a list right there. We have former spouses going against each other here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rob Reiner, Penny Marshall. Right? We could have easily brought Gary Marshall into this. I mean, we, we just made it like a big family drama. Yes, well, then it would have been like Goodfellas. Uh, Betsy, uh, should win, will win. Do you think the people, the good people of the pod will right the wrong from 30 years ago and award Martin Scorsese with a golden pop? I think they might. I think they might. I think they also will have a soft spot for Tim Burton. I think he elicits feelings. Keep in mind, good people, at the actual Oscars 30 years ago, This category featured Martin Scorsese, Francis Ford Coppola, two other great directors, and Kevin Costner. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. This year, the Golden Poppers don't come anywhere close to that kind of travesty. Martin Scorsese wins it in a runaway. Martin Scorsese, come on up, get your Golden Popper. He's excited. He looks excited. He always looks excited with those eyebrows. All right, Betsy, here we go. We've hit that time of the evening where things start to get very real. Are they, get, are they getting sloppy? Has everyone been drinking at their table a lot? Is that what's um, happening? We're going straight in to the best actor category. Awesome. That the human spirit is more powerful than any drug. 
and that is what needs to be nourished. With work, play, friendship, family. These are the things that matter. You, uh, finish your pipe. How uh, does it smoke? I've never smoked it. We come far, you and me. I will not forget you. You always ask. We can't be doing this alone. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Our true enemy has not yet shown his face. Hey, Jimmy, what's right is right. You understand what I'm talking about? All right, all right. Uh, no, 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 no. You insulted him a little bit. Yeah, a little out of order yourself. No, I didn't Sorry. insult him. I didn't insult him. him a little bit. No, no I didn't insult nobody. Give us a drink. Give us a drink. Okay. Bernie ain't satisfied with the honest dollar he can make off the Vic. He ain't satisfied with the business I do on his book. He is selling tips on how I bet. And that means part of the payoff that should be riding on my hip is riding on someone else's. So, back we go to these questions. Friendship. Character. Ethics. The nominees for Best Actor are... All right, enjoy them now while you've got them, friends. Robin Williams for Awakenings. Graham Greene for Dances with Wolves. Everyone sees our slight at Kevin Costner. <laughs> Al Pacino for The Godfather for Free. <laughs> Robert De Niro for Goodfellas. Yeah. And John Polito for Miller's Crossing. Woot woot. Homicide represent. Yeah, so good. Uh, Robin Williams is already in the Hoff. So is he technically eligible for this? He he is this year, but he wouldn't have been next year. Mm. Is it possible that Robin Williams can win two awards? It is possible. If this was Dead Poets, I think it might be another situation. I don't know whether Awakenings has as much of a soft spot. Again, we are an Episcopal podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh no you think his poll is that strong and so i will never vote again it's robin williams is you robin, robin williams the winner best actor at the golden poppers is graham green for dances with wolves <laughs> listeners you have surprised me uh i mean he's great in this film Wow. Wow. I am green. All right, Betsy. We have arrived at Best Actress. All right. The light concealing cream goes on first. Then you blend and blend and blend. Blending is the secret. Mm hmm. More concealing cream. Your complexion is so fair that this has a touch of lavender in it. Give it a try here. Close enough. 
No, if I endorse it, then if I drop it, somebody will get it. No, I just... It's not your money. I never said you were going to get the money. This is blood money. I was killed for this money. Now endorse the check. I know, but... Well, Sam, what are you going to do with it? Look over there. To your left. I know you don't think I'm giving this $4 million to a bunch of nuns. What do you think I say when I go to the feed store in town? Oh, now, Wally, give me a bag of that effing pig feed and 10 pounds of that bitchly cow corn. And in the bank, do I tell Mrs. Bollinger, oh, here's one big bastard of a check. Give me some of your Christing money. There, look there. See what you made me do. You're much better in the film than you deserve to be. <laughs> Good. I mean, thank you. I'm sorry I was such a nightmare. Well, you seem better now. Really? No, I don't. Yeah, better because you're sober and... Uh, Worse because I'm sober. Yes, but worse in a good way. <laughs> Here you go. Thank you. Because we have more spirit and more resources than you. All it cost us is money. There isn't enough mommy in the world to further a cause like yours. That's as good as it got all day. I never got a full take after that. I know, I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry, just fix it. I remember when I was 15 years old, Mr. Mayor called me in for a meeting. He was sitting on the toilet. We had to conduct the whole meeting with him on the toilet. Now, you can be sure that he wouldn't have done that to John Garfield. Garfield. Correct. Um, my daughter doesn't like it when I talk. Doris, maybe you better let Uncle Marty handle this. Well, of course she'll listen to you. You're not her mother. The nominees for Best Actress are... Diane Wiest from Edward Scissorhands, Whoopi Goldberg from Ghost, Kathy Bates from Misery, Meryl Streep, Postcards from the Edge, and Shirley MacLaine, Postcards from the Edge. I mean, I feel like Ghost is really one of Whoopi's best roles in a movie that, you know, she's the be one of the best, she's the best thing about it. That stuff. And this is the role that like made Kathy Bates's career take off. So who do you think will win? I'm going to say... Kathy Bates. I'm, I think I may be influenced by the best scene winner, Shirley MacLaine winning that best scene, which I makes think me think that they might split the vote, though. I think that's could what I possibly, think. Possibly. Yeah, that's true. They could split the vote. It makes me feel like she could possibly sneak in here and get it. However, I think I'm going to fall back on Whoopi Goldberg. Ooh, okay. Since it's a very popular role. The winner of the Golden Popper for Best Actress is. Whoopi Goldberg oh, from Ghost. Yeah, there we go. Uh, very close votes. A few votes separated Whoopi Goldberg. Congratulations to Whoopi Goldberg. So deserved. Now she can call herself an EGOT Guppa. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. An EGOT. I think we're I think we should I think we should workshop that a little GoPo. <laughs> GoPo, I like that. The GoPos. Congratulations. That's awesome. Congratulations on your GoPo. Yeah, you got a GoPo. Good job, Whoopi. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Betsy, we yes. have made it. We did it. To the final award. Of the evening. That would be best picture. Can you stop this? I'm not 
not sure, but I'm trying. Don't give up on me. I'm on Anyone else? Yes, stand right up. But if you had regular hands, you'd be like everyone else. Yes, I know. <laughs> I think he'd like that. But then no one would think you were special. You wouldn't be on TV or anything. No matter what, Edward will always be special. How did you do that? You gotta take all your emotions, all your anger, all your love, all your hate, and push it way down here into the pit of your stomach. And then let it explode like a reactor. Okay, okay. I spent my life protecting my son. I spent my life protecting my family. Let's be reasonable, okay? That's your big thing, isn't it, Michael? Reason? Backed up by murder? Well, Henry, dear. Henry, what's the matter? You don't talk too much. What's you talking about? You're quiet for me. You don't eat much, you don't talk much. <laughs> I'm just listening. What's the matter, something wrong with you? You remind no. me of when we were kids from Paris, used to visit one another, and there was this man, he would never talk, he would just sit there all night and not say a word. He ran and ran. Finally caught up to it. Picked it up. But it wasn't a hat anymore. It had changed into something else. Something wonderful. Nah, it stayed a hat. I know, I didn't chase it. Nothing more foolish than a man chasing his hat. Can't you see it's what God wants? You're so brilliant, I would think you'd certainly be able to see that. We're put on this earth to help people, Paul. Like I'm trying to help you. Please, help me help you. Do you mind if I have a drink? Do you mind if I drop acid? Dear, I drink socially. I took acid socially. So what happened after he climbed up the tower and rescued her? She rescues him right back. You know, I, I know all about the hating and the sneering. I'm a member of the Why Bother generation myself. But why did I bother to come out here tonight? And why did you? I mean, it's time. It begins with us, not with politicians, the experts, or the teachers, but with us, with you, with me, ones who need it most. I believe, with everything that's in me, the whole world is longing for healing. Even the, even the trees, and the earth itself are crying out for it. You can hear it everywhere. It's the same kind of healing I desperately needed and finally feel has begun. It has been a long road that we've traveled. Some pretty diverse picks. Like a lot yep. of things have been represented well here yes. at the GoPos. Here at the GoPos. Yes, they have.
And again, a wide diversity. So I kind of feel like Best Picture is up for grabs here. I do too. I do too. The nominees that we have for Best Picture are... Awakenings, Dances with Wolves, Edward Scissorhands, Ghost, The Godfather Part 3, Goodfellas, Miller's Crossing, Misery, Postcards from the Edge, Pretty Woman, Pump Up the Volume. Okay, before we get to the winner, Bessie, uh, just reflecting on this list of movies, it kind of feels a bit like an up and down year. So last year, I felt like every movie was really solid and really good. And this year, I think that there are some movies that are really good. There are some movies on this list that are really bad. Some movies that did not hold up 30 years later, not holding up. Lots of questions from the 13-year-old. I'm just saying, like, even the movies that we picked, like, I found it hard to find uh, two movies for my pick. So our consensus picks, I think we're pretty easy. Our consensus picks were Miller's Crossing and Pretty Woman. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, Pretty Woman, you can make a case. Maybe, maybe not. I found that when it came to me picking movies, like I was reaching to get pump up the volume. You know, it's like right. that feels well, like and, a real reach of a movie. But there really wasn't movies, anything to replace it. With. Some of these were movies I just wanted to revisit. Like I wanted an excuse. I'm not a big rewatcher. Like mm-hmm. that's not my jam. But I wanted an excuse to kind of go back and visit. Yeah. Some of these ones just to actually see the influence or how they held up or, you know, all of that sort of stuff. This could go any direction. I'm going to say Edward Scissorhands. Wow. That's I feel not like where I it's thought you were going to go. I feel like it's either that or Goodfellas. Okay. I think it's one of those two. So looking at this list, there's one movie that I think stands out above all of the others, and that's Goodfellas. Like, I think if, if, if this were like, okay, pick one of these that you think would win Best Picture, like that's the one that would jump out at me. However, the people of our pod, who I love and appreciate, Yes. Have been known to cross the streams on us a few times. They have. So I think it's possible for something like, I think it's possible for something like Ghost or Pretty Woman to win this award. Oh, what? I think it's possible. All right. Here we get to the winner. I'm excited. The winner of Best Picture. Oh my gosh, it's not even close. It's Goodfellas by a mile. Yeah? Yes. Yes. Goodfellas. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations, Martin Scorsese. Your <laughs> little movie that could has finally won. Come on up here and get your GoPo. GoPo. Goodfellas go? has taken it all. Amazing. Congrats. All right. Congrats. That is it. The movies of 1990 are in the books. We have celebrated them well. Uh, Betsy, we are now moving on to 1991. I'm excited. What kind of teasers can I give you to look forward to? Please. Um, Can I interest you in uh, some Keanu Reeves, Betsy? 1991, a big year. It's it's point break, baby, isn't it? It's a big year. It's point break, baby. Oh, my Lord. I'm so excited. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs was the winner of the 1992 wow. uh, Oscars. So, Ugh. 
come into the darkness with us. Some creepiness coming next year as well. So it looks like it's going to be a mixed bag of stuff. Are we Not have so to watch... heavy on the mafia. Are we going to have to watch JFK? <laughs> we are. Going to have to... <laughs> We're going to have to watch all seven hours of JFK. <laughs> oh, no, it's the good. It's the it's the godfather of this year's. Settle in. I wonder if Netflix has chopped it up into watchable <laughs> episodes the way that they did the Irish. Uh, so next year, we are getting into the movies of 1991, the movies that were nominated for uh, the Oscars of 1992. Uh, until then, this has been the second annual Golden Poppers. Thank you so much for coming out. Uh, we have rolled up the red carpet. We're on our way to Denny's. I'll save you a booth. Let's go. Just quit stepping on my dress. Like, just <laughs> quit stepping on me. I'll try my best. Okay. And we'll see you in the year 1991 with Barton Fink. Take care. Bye. Bye.